0: see you, Karen. Got a little other stats man up here, but yeah. We were looking forward to the rest of our lives. What's going on out there? What's going on out there? Welcome. Welcome. My name is EG, the Herbis Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. So we're gonna sugarcoat anything. And, yeah, haha. <laughs> And for a long way, let's go. You are better now, better now. You only say that cause <laughs> I'm not around, not around. You know I never make sure that you down, let you down, would it give you anything? What it gave you everything. You know I said that I am better now, better now. I only say that you're not around, not around. You know I never let you down Welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar and you're listening to Gay Talk Las Vegas. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I'm glad I can come down and come through your speakers like I usually do. Just don't check out me, check out the many, many, many other shows on the beautiful network. That's right, Carl Higbee, Richie, Eddie Cakes, Naughty Nicole, and a list of many more up and coming. So, uh, like I said, Here, we try to give it to you raw as can be. I'm glad to be back. Small, short hiatus, kind of long, hey, whatever you want to call it. But again, I have been getting several emails, I guess we would call them. And they pretty much have been geared towards me talking more so about the Hollywood mainstream. And like I was saying, and like I was telling a few people on a few prior shows, Thanks, Cam, for turning up. But, yeah, so here we go. Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, don't really have to get into too many dates, but tomorrow I'm going to do a special type of segment and kind of getting some more back into the politics and especially dealing with this Trump-Cohen case. Um, you know, I've been kind of holding back on it because I've been actually trying to make sure that the other type of news gets out there so everybody would kind of be on the same page but I see I can no longer hold back so therefore I'm actually going to have to you know talk about the subject but I'm actually going to take the oh just a whole day to more so get into the whole actual case you know dealing from the beginning up until now because a lot of people are kind of lost really more than one thing Actually, into this case, so you know, I'm definitely going to keep you updated on that. So definitely want to stay tuned. Well, in today's news, Jay Z says panel is too white to be fair in trademark case. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Karen, for bringing that up. Yes, be sure to stop by the world famous Tired of BS. Yes, is definitely a cool blog that you should definitely go check out. Some of the shows are on there, and like I said, it's a different type of message. It's a political party organization, so it should definitely be something different for you to check out. And hey, (laughs) join. Yes, that's right. I said, Jay-Z says, panel is too white to be fair in trademark case. Well, the best-selling rapper and entrepreneur is suing to stop the American Arbitration Association, which is the AAA, from judging a trademark case, saying the panel is too white to be fair. Actually, he said it's too lily white to be fair. <laughs> Those are his words, not mine. Well, AAA, lack of African-American arbitrators, came as a surprise to Carter, in part because of the AAA advertising is is diversity. The rapper, whose real name is Sean Carter, says in the new Manhattan Supreme Court suit, Jay-Z filed the case against the clothing company, Ironix, to delay an impending arbitration over trademark infringement, things related to his line of Rock Nation baseball caps. Well, that's right. Actually, it's funny that they bring this up. I'm glad that you skimmed through this, Karen, because I actually did a story about this. uh, It was about three months ago, and I got into some real decent detailing. So basically, from what I had got before was, they're kind of mad because it's one of those things, okay? So you have something, you pretty much own a certain product. And the main reason why people are actually buying into this product is because the actual name behind it. So when you see your sales are declining or you see the actual fad is kind of declining, you sell. And the company, was it Iconics? They actually bought the brand Thinking that the sales were actually going to increase or it would maintain a steady sales stream Which no it did not so they actually would like to try to blame Jay-Z for their lack in sales When he knows what he kind of did, but the thing is you have to kind of prove that
1: And we all know that's really what the case is,
0: but to actually prove it is very hard Well, Iconics brought Jay-Z's apparel brand Rockwear in 2007 Iconics first sued the mogul in Manhattan federal court last year, claiming a hat deal with Major League Baseball interfered with the licensing agreement. The case is ongoing. Then on October 1st, Iconics filed an arbitration proceeding against Carter demanding financial information. The rapper's lawyer, Alex Sapiro, says in court papers, but when Jay-Z went to review members of the AA, he was confronted with a a sharp reality. He could not identify a single African-American arbitrator on the large and complex cases roster, composed of hundreds of arbitrators that had the background and experience to preside over the arbitration case. The association was eventually able to identify three black arbitrators but one of them couldn't serve due to the conflict of interest. Hmm. It's always that. (laughs) Beyond black arbitrators, the National Association only has one Asian American, one South Asian, and one Latin representative. According to court papers, the AAA says its membership is composed of 24% women and minorities. But Jay-Z argues that the minority business owners should be able to select from a group that reflects the diverse population. That's right. Always about that diversity, which is always great, never want to be one sided. Without that diversity, black litigants like Jay-Z are deprived of the equal protection of the laws. He says in the filing, he adds the token number of African-Americans violates public policy. He's asking the court to delay the arbitration with Ionix until the AAA can provide a larger pool of black arbitrators. Lawyers for Ionics declined to comment. Reps from AAA did not immediately return messages. Well, there you have it. <laughs> this case. Okay, I'm gonna break down a small bit of this case because, like I said, you can definitely go back to some of my previous shows and find this detail just a little bit more well with this situation jay-z has been doing this a lot for several years when he actually is sued or any type of court proceedings
1: which i don't blame
0: him he kind of drags his feet and weighs it out just up until about where actually everybody doesn't have enough evidence to continue which is smart well, he's been doing this for, uh, let's just say, a very long time. And <laughs> from what I'm seeing, it always seems to work. Well, on another Jay-Z note, Jay-Z's right-hand woman claims she had a $28,000 vacation from hell. What? Hell? Are you serious? Jay-Z's right hand? He wouldn't do his right hand like that. Well, Jay-Z's longtime right-hand woman, Rock Nation
1: tycoon,
0: Desiree Perez paid $28,000 for an oceanfront Dominican Republic rental property that promised a paradise like no other, only to find the villa was dirty, moldy, and filthy by a guard begging for food, according to a new lawsuit. What? A guard begging for food? So you telling me that she got this oceanfront property NDR, which is the Dominican Republic, just to be short. And somehow, it wasn't that? You telling me she didn't have some type of other Wait a minute. Did you you see this? She didn't have any type of other people that work for her that she could've, that maybe could've went there and seen it? (laughs) What was going on? Well, Perez believes the photos she viewed of the 88 a night rental dubbed Los Hammocks beachfront at cap cannon on luxury were photoshopped because when she arrived at the villa the sparkling infinity pool was filthy with no water the pool also smelled like mold the air conditioning was broken and the entrance had a five foot gapping hole according to her new manhattan supreme court suit Worst and most frightening of all, the property was not properly secured and the guard on duty asked the plaintiff if she had any more money to buy him food. Perez says in court papers, she immediately booked another vacation, but Luxury Retreats has ignored her demands for a refund. The suit says she's suing for her money back plus other money damages. Well, yeah, that shit, be a definitely no no never go anywhere that you don't know anybody else that has really been or you can maybe actually really go see some real footage of these places i'm kind of shocked because the person of that statue to kind of get as we would like to say what catfished from a a resort (laughs) well my name is easy the urban scholar there's always more (laughs) You're listening to Ring Game Talk Las Vegas, and I'll be back. You like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Bluey bags, inexchangeable bags. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Sick, 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 yeah. High some help. Let's go. Get ready to move. But what it was. What? It is what it is. Whatever you did. It is what it is. And I'm so tired. tired. I fought with a mob and I got tired. You all to pay their ties. They want me gone, but don't know why. It's too late for that lovey dovey shit. I'm your brother shit. All that other shit. It's too late for that. It's too late for that. Ay. It's too late for that lovey dovey shit. I'm your brother shit. All that other shit. It's too late for that. Hey. it's too late for that. Yeah. Hey, sick of these niggas. I'm sick of these niggas Well, well, well. I had some help. Get rid of these niggas I did. I'm not with the. <laughs> I am a. Welcome, dog Welcome, welcome. we you're we just, just now coming back, well, you've been waiting. I'm glad to be back. You are listening to EG, the Urban Scholar. Heard all of the talking Renegade talk neck word. It's my second segment. Yeah. It gets wrong. I do not forget a thing. I'm patient. It's a gift. Try to tell him they gotta do it. They insist. Yeah, I could tell. I just gave them too Well, well, well. Just not telling again. <laughs> You're at the right station. <sighs> got some crazy news coming up. Hide some help. Yeah. Get <laughs> ready. Let's go. am running a blitz. Whatever you did, it is what it is, and I'm so tired. Tomorrow, but I got well, 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 researchers say that Apple Watches could add two years to your life. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe a watch can add some years to your life. <laughs> Well, 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 Apple Watches could add two years to your life. A major study suggests research on 400,000 adults. Come to find out that these fitness trackers linked to reward schemes saw activity levels increase by more than a third. The findings from the largest ever study of behavioral technology amount to around an extra two years life expectancy. Insurance experts said participants with an Apple Watch made monthly payments of up to $12.50 dollars 50 depending on their activity levels with nothing at all to pay if monthly exercise targets were achieved. Those with trackers manage 4.8 days of activity a month on average, compared with three point five days among those without such devices, the independent study by Rad Europe found some of the biggest changes were seen among those who were overweight and those who were the least active to begin with. The research commissions by Health Virtility, which runs such a scheme in the u k came as health security Matt Hancock urged the NHS to be at the forefront of a digital revolution in health. At the lunch of the report on Wednesday, he said smartphones and wearable technology were key to helping people improve their own health. If there is any one overriding theme of the digital revolution, it's increased choice and if you look at people's everyday behavior they're likely to use their personalized services he told the event in london we must stay at the forefront of emerging technologies like digital medicines because they potentially are so huge and promising to improve the health of today's society also They help to check to better identify early signs of dementia, stroke, and heart disease. Stephen Ward, chief of executive of non-for-profit Health and Body. Well, with that being said, how do you feel, Renegade Nation, about this digital medicine? I actually just did a story about digital smells. So, with that being said, do you think this is more so, okay, of a scam? to try to get your money? Because let's just face it, with it being digital, there's gonna be a lot of gray area. Because for the simple fact of the type of rules that actually have to get regulated and the type of things that have to be put in place and set up, just actually to even get these certain type of digital medicines passed is a lot to say in itself. So how much is it going to be And what is the actual long-term effects of this digital medicine? Because there are, let's just say, symptoms when you take medicine, period, no matter what it is. Even if you can't see it, there is some type of effects that come afterwards. And with that being said, who knows what to expect from this digital medicine? (laughs) Well, back into other news, teen freed after being stuck in a vault at an abandoned bank Wait a minute, hold up. (laughs) Is that serious? (laughs) How could that even happen, man? Let's just be honest here. Well, in Hollywood, Florida... Officials say a teen has been freed after spending more than three hours in a vault of an abandoned Florida bank. News outlets report that Hollywood firefighters tried to drill through a wall to break into the vault Wednesday afternoon after the 17-year-old friend called 911. But they were stiked until a worker at the bank's new branch across the street heard of the predicament. The worker remembered the code and was able to open the vault's massive door. After work, officials say the teens were exploring the vacant Bank of America building when one of them got stuck. Luckily, the other was on the other side and able to call for help. The teen's parents were called and authorities released the boys to them. No charges were immediately reported. (laughs) What? Let's get to the bottom of this, okay? So you're telling me that two young teens got stuck in the Bank of America vault. So let's just keep in mind here. Two young teens got stuck in the bank vault. First of all, let's be honest here. You get stuck in a bank vault. There's only one conclusion and one thing that I can really say, okay? Is that they were looking for money and for some dumb reason, they thought that it was gonna be some type of maybe change or some money in this bank vault. Because at the end of the day, why would you, being a teenager, why would you go into an abandoned building, especially a business that you pretty much know that at one time was a bank? And it sounds like that it just became vacant. So with that being said, I think that they were exploring to try to get <laughs> some money. <laughs> and for some reason, they seem to have got caught or stuck, which is, I don't know. <laughs> <just> <laughs> oh, i tell you, it seems like nothing really shocks me nowadays. <laughs> like I said, where's the shock value? And I'm pretty sure that charges, some type of charges, because that is trespassing. Let's just call it for what it is. But I'm not the official, so I don't know. (laughs) My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Thank you for listening. Check out the sites, renegadematch.com. Check out the website, renegadetalkradio.com. I'm gone. Let's go. Joy.